In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Get ready. It's time for Motherhood Talk Radio, live on Toganet.com. Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck, is the most powerful voice in women's issues today. As the owner of Motherhood Incorporated, Sandra brings you inspiring, influential, and interesting resources to help you navigate everything from childcare to corporate formation. Motherhood Talk Radio features the powerful voices of Christy Hawley, Robin Boyd, Linda Franklin, Tracy Coston, Danny Kiernan, Susan Haidt, and Lisa Dietress. Together, these women bring you everything from the latest crafting tips to how to be sexy in your 40s, from great parenting tips to moms living with cancer, and most importantly, how to bounce back with style. Motherhood Talk Radio helps you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Being all you can be starts right here, right now. Let's do it. Here's your host, Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas! This is Sandra Beck, and I'm live from Burbank, and Christy Holly, are you with us today? I'm with you. I'm live from Acton. I'm on the side of the road. How about you? Oh, I'm in a hot box, and I'm in an office, in a hot box, sweating. In a hot box. I'm good. Yes. Oh, it's a good day. It's a hot day. It's a hundred and, oh, it's a hundred and five down here. How's it by you? I don't know. I'm just trying to sweat off some weight in here. I guess I can turn the air on, but you know it's 91 in my little room. 91 is probably a yeah, about 100 in my car because I can't broadcast with the air conditioning on because it interferes with my signal or with the <laughs> you know with the sound. I don't know what it is, but I'm just I'm going to be 90 pounds lighter by the end of the show. Sweet. <laughs> if I just disappear, it means I passed out the paramedics to like Cleone and Truce. <laughs> Will do. And I think, I got to tell you, I think the heat makes parenting much harder. <laughs> it makes me crabby. I will tell, I will admit that. I'm not afraid to admit well, it. But doesn't everybody get crabby? Like my kids by the end of the day, and I don't care what I give them to play with or what I feed them or how much sleep they had, you know, these 100-degree days, by the end of the day, by 4 o'clock, it's like they turn into psychotic children and I'm the psychotic mother <laughs> me too and I can't like I can't send them outside you know but I'm like I try but you know we don't have here at my house we don't have a pool we have sprinklers but I can only leave them on for so long so that's that's but even like we have a getting. pool and the the uh, you know the cement around the pool is just brutal. It's so hot, and you know the pool water. It you know there's a shelf life of how long you can leave your kids in a pool. I mean, <laughs> their kids are not going to stay in all day, despite people who go, oh, you have a pool that must be so great. I mean, there's a lot of great things about it, but it's it's really hot. It's just miserable hot. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and you're pregnant, so that's just got to that that's got to make it worse. I'm just, you know, I was pregnant both of the times during the worst part of the summer, and it was hard. It was hard on my body. 
Yeah, me too. I was like, I've been pregnant. The worst part of the summer is also um, before with my other three. And I'm going to just do it again because I love it so much. You <laughs> love it so much. So let me ask you. miserable. <laughs> you and I both had our first babies, not together, but at the same time, actually a week apart, right. I think. Are Hannah together. and Max a week apart? Uh, Hannah was on the 15th. So. And Max was the 23rd. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Now, when you had your first child, I don't know about you, I had four baby showers. I got like, I don't know, six or seven car seats. I had to donate some of them. I had so many clothes. I mean, just an unbelievable amount of clothes. Of course, no preemie clothes, and I had a preemie. Um, but I had so much stuff with the first one, and then I had almost nothing for the second one. How is it for you? What's the difference between number one, number two, number three, and now number four coming on the way? <laughs> Oh my lord. Number one, I had I had a lot of showers also. I had so much stuff and I loved it. I mean I and I registered for everything. I was like, ah, like I think I needed three strollers, you know, just in case. Right, you, you have, have the baby jogger, it. you have the regular stroller, yes. and then you have the light one in case you don't want to carry the heavy one. Oh I had four then. And I had the other one, that snap on <laughs> one. The I didn't have a snap on one. Yeah, I had that. I don't know where it went, but I had that. So I, you know, I was like, yes, I'm going to need a jogging stroller because, yes, I'll be jogging after I have this baby. Yeah, right. Um, I don't think I ever used my baby jogger to jog. I I used it, but I never jogged with it. I didn't use it until, I don't know, my second child down the road someplace. But it's hard. I had an old one. It was hard to turn. You have to lift it sort of to turn it because the big giant wheel in the front wouldn't, wouldn't turn. Yeah, like bicycle tire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't yeah. think mine even turned. I just think you just had the, maybe mine was you made have, to pull behind a bike. I don't remember. Mine was, mine is like you have to lift it and turn. Like when you oh. come to a corner, otherwise, <laughs> the baby's going to tip over. Oh. Um, but no, <laughs> the second one, because I had a girl first, then I had a boy, so I got some, I didn't, I didn't think I had a shower for him, I, like a little one. Um you know, I got boy clothes, and I just used all the big stuff that I already had. You know, I used my stroller. It was in good condition. And I used, I used, um, you know, the high chair, the saucer, everything. I used it for... for yeah, the playpen or pack and play, whatever that thing was. Yeah. And then the third one, like, I just used, I still used what I could use. I mean, I didn't have, I didn't buy new, a bunch of new stuff for him either, poor thing. And, and then I, now what oh. about when Nick came along, number three, number three in the lineup? Number three, he got new stuff, you know, from what I used from Parker. Like, and I did get a double stroller for the two of them, you know, and I used that for a while. That's the only really Can I tell you my double thing. stroller story? When I was in JFK, when I was flying home with my kids who were like one and a half and just turning three, and I was in JFK two days before Christmas, my mom was having her mastectomy, so I was flying home with the double stroller. I had all our carry-on stuff in the double stroller, and I tied each of my kids who wanted to walk after the six-and-a-half-hour flight from L.A., I tied them with those little, you know, those little, like, animal backpacks that had the leash on them? You tied them up. 
I did. I tied them to the front of the stroller. At one point, they were both screaming and leaning. You know how they lean, like, look, I can lean, you know? And Max was heavier than Zach, and so I was like, Pulling on the side, he wasn't leaning because they were both leaning. I mean, we almost tumbled over, and some mother came and said to me, I can't believe you tie your children up. And I'm like, you want them? You want them? You want to fly six hours with them? And then walk around JFK two days before Christmas? Take them! Did you say, I can't believe you don't tie your kids up? (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to tie you up next, lady. Just bring it on. I used to think that when I didn't have kids. I thought, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Look at them. But now I I, I wouldn't call it tying them up, but I would call it, like, keeping keeping them, you know, safe, keeping them with me, keeping them not lost. Well, and especially with three. At least I have two, and I can put one in each hand, and I have backpacks and fanny packs. I don't care how uncool I look because I need to hold each kid's hand, you know, like when we're out at certain places, like especially in Los Angeles, crossing a major thoroughfare. You bet I'm going to tie them to me, strap them down. I'll put on a paddleboard if I had to to keep them (laughs) safe. But you have three, which leaves you one hand free. Or no hands, no hands. You've no got hands free. one kid free. Yeah, so tie them up, strap them down. Yeah, there's just people who say that just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, or they have one child. And yes, and a nanny and a housekeeper and, and right. one of those, like, roundabout $9,000 baby strollers. <laughs> I didn't get one of those, by the way. I didn't either. I didn't even know, like, what a roundabout was or a diaper genie. I remember at I was at my own baby shower, and one of the ladies was like, you don't know what a diaper genie is? And I'm like, I was like, is it somebody who comes in and, like, brings you diapers? Like, I really didn't know because there's all these is different the products out there. The Did you know what genie the diaper genie was? Um, no, I didn't. Not until, I think, with Parker. We got, I had, I used cloth diapers for Hannah. Oh, wow. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's like the whole, I had a natural birth with my first one, and then I shot myself full of drugs for number two, three, and four. So, <laughs> uh, wow, you the cloth diaper thing. What? You really did. We have two minutes to break. Um, yes. You really did the cloth diaper thing. I really did. I did it. We did it for, we didn't do it the whole time. We did it for probably about five months. Wow. It was that's impressive. But it's not that bad. I mean, it's more convenient to use, you know, a regular pamper or huggies or whatever. Just but the cloth diapers, you know, it was easy cuz we would just, you know, the diaper people would deliver them, you know, you stack of diapers and then you put it out. You put them out on a certain day and they come and take the dirty ones and bring you back clean ones. So it really wasn't that bad, you know, and and when they're that little, they don't have crazy things going on down there. So I'm just saying, it wasn't wasn't that bad. Well, and I remember my mom used cloth diapers with my little brother, and I remember that. I remember her soaking them in the bucket and then putting them in the wash because we were, like, you know, out rural, so we couldn't, you know, I don't even know if they had 
regular diapers then. I don't remember. But it's just, it's so hard. There's so many choices for moms today. There's so many products. There's just so many, um, there's just so many things to, to, to buy, I mean, and to know about. And so we're going to bring on next segment, uh, Ron and Henrik from Happy Future USA, which has a line of baby products and they're organic. And we're going to talk about, you know, some of the pros and cons of organic products and, and why people use them. And Christy and I are going to talk about, uh, with her upcoming childbirth, we're going to talk about some of the new products that are on the market and some of our old favorites that uh, just we would not give up after eight years. It's like I just had to get rid of my pack and play. I was, I was just, Christy, I love my pack and play, and now pack and play has gone away. Pack and play has gone away. Pack and play has gone away. Well, my I name is Sandra Beck, and I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly. And when we come back from the break, we're going to have Ron and Henrik from Happy Future USA. You're not going to want to miss it. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Got my dreams, got my life, got my love. Got my friends, got the sunshine above. Why am I making this hard on myself when there's so many Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Get ready for resources, tools, and support to help you build a successful business and live an awesome life. It's the Women's Business Success Show with your host, founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each show will feature a special guest interview. Tara will bring you highly successful entrepreneurs sharing their stories of success. You'll hear about the challenges they faced along their journey together with the advice they have to help you achieve more. You'll also hear from various personal and business development experts sharing tips, solutions, and strategies that you can easily implement into your business and life for amazing results. For more on Tara and her show, check out her website, aofwe.com. Then join us for the Women's Business Success Show with your host, the founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Shakes you before it turns you upside down. 
welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm live here with Christy Holly on a summer scorcher, and we're going to talk about baby products today. We're going to talk about what works for us, what doesn't work for us, and before we do that, we're going to bring on Henrik and Ron of Happy Future USA. They represent a line of baby products that are organic, and we're going to talk to them a little bit about uh, organic products and, and what it's like to run a baby product company. I think that's pretty cool, don't you, Christy? I do, I do. I want yeah, to know I mean, why. I, I, I want to know why they started that. Just, just to know why. I do too. Ron and Henrik, are you with us? We are. Thank we you. We certainly for are. Thank so you. So there's Ron. Is that you, Ron? I, I can hardly tell the difference. Oh well, I'm the one without the uh, fancy Danish accent. <laughs> ah. So, Henrik, come on, give us all a thrill. Share us that Danish accent and tell us a little bit about the history of Happy Future USA. Well, I think I've been in the USA too long to have uh, too much of an accent, but I guess I still have a little of an accent. Uh, well, the reason uh, starting out with, uh, with Happy Future was that uh, awaiting a, a baby boy, and uh, not really being able to find any uh, any any nice products or any organic or really organic products because a lot of them actually say that there are maybe 60 or 70, 70% organic and then the rest is like uh, natural. Well, I was just like guessing, well, lead is, um, is also natural. So uh, that's actually why I just, um, you know, spoke to Ron and said, well, you know, what about this product here from uh, the northern France, uh, the Normandy? Would that be something that uh, could actually be sold? And, uh, you know, what, what, what do you think moms would say to something like that? So that's actually how we got started uh, with, uh, with Happy Future. So it was for your own, because of your own experience in having a difficulty in finding organic uh, organic products. And, Ron, I'm going to throw this question over to you because I see a lot of things that say organic or natural. You know, what does that really mean in respect to baby products? I mean, I know what it means for, like, chicken eggs because, you know, everybody talks about chicken eggs and, oh, you got to have range-free and all this stuff. But what does that mean to us in respect to baby products? That's great, Sandra. Um, okay, so uh, way back when in another life, um, I remember a lot of my friends were making, uh, mixing up organic and natural products in their kitchen sink. And then they were telling people, oh, these are natural and organic. And uh, so that was many decades ago. And a lot of uh, companies can, sort of came out of that uh, mindset and way of formulation. And um, what when we look at what is really natural and what is really organic, well, that means it's a soup to nuts monitoring process. And there's a certification process. So if if you're going to have something that's organic, it needs to be certified. And it's not certified by your grandmother, uh, not certified by the chemist down in the corner, but actually an international certification agency. And, and Happy Future is EcoCert, which is recognized by the USDA and Canadian Department and um, many, many, many countries around the world. 
Uh, and then natural, of course, means that there are no uh, uh, adulterations that are made to the product. So water, of course, is not considered natural, but anything else that you would put in uh, has to be natural. So even the seeds from which some Wait, of these... water isn't considered natural? Well, water is a base, so it's, oh, okay. it's, it's natural, but you're not testing it for natural. Right, but okay. other things. If you use a meadow foam, or if you use a, uh, a French vanilla bean, anything like that needs to be grown uh, organically, and it needs to be natural. So, for example, um, none of our products have uh, formaldehyde in them. Which there was a recent story about uh, one of the largest uh, baby product makers who recently acknowledged that their products have. Be- formaldehyde in them, and in the next three to five years, they're going to remove it from uh, from the products. They have to Wait a minute, like formaldehyde, like the stuff in high school that, like when we dissect a frog or we dissect yeah. a cat and it's in that bottle of gooey stuff, that's in our creams and our... Yep, yep. yep. And it's, it's, I mean, there's lots of things like that. And so that's one of the reasons uh, these, uh, a certifying body like EchoCert uh, has become so uh, popular and is and a lot of countries are signing on to it because they hold to a standard that says there will be nothing in here that will be harmful to the end user. In, in our case, the end user is a baby with a very thin skin and, uh, you know, they're in the developmental mode, so you don't want to ruin them for life. So That's does true. that mean it's also good for the environment? You know, if it's, if it's okay for our skin, does that mean it's good, you know, like if we dispose of it? I never know what to do, like, with my makeup and my creams when I don't use them anymore, and it seems strange to wash them down the drain. Um, so if it's natural and organic, does that mean we could wash the stuff down the drain and not kill fish in, like, you know, the Santa Monica Bay? Right. Absolutely. In fact, um, we were at a trade show last year, and um, we noticed that so many babies were uh, the moms would put the cream, one of our uh, liniment or one of our products, on the baby's hands, and then the baby would would immediately stick their hand in the mouth. And we did some some testing, and we found that we would go to product A, competitor A, competitor B, whatever, and there'd be four or five of them, and then ours, and ours was the only one that had no bad taste, that the baby never scrunched up its face and winced. But the baby was always happy and continuing on. So you can take our products and uh, you can, we literally say they're good enough to eat. Not that we recommend it, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can eat them. Yeah, Yeah, let's put this on toast. But you know what, when you say it like that, Ron, you know, it's like, it's funny because, but you're right, it's like, I put stuff on my kids all the time, and especially, I had a foot chewer, one of my kids chewed on his foot all the time, and I was always putting sunscreen, you know, I'd I'd put the hat on, and then I'd put it on their arms, but I usually wouldn't put it on their hands, but then thinking, you know, I, when you said that, I was thinking, how much lotion, how much stuff, and then he'd stuff his foot right in his mouth, and he just ingested everything I put on his Exactly. Exactly. And and do moms think about it? Well, they probably do. Uh, and then you know nothing happens, and they go on. But that isn't the point. I mean, if you're if you're going to create something, and that's why we chose this particular product line. It's out of France. It's 
very popular popular in Europe. It's one of the top three selling product lines in Europe, uh, and it's in all the French hospitals. Um, we chose it because they did their research, they did the formulation, um, they did the certification. It is it is hypoallergenic. No nut oils used in. It. In other words. It's so pure, we're sending it to those moms who request it, who say, my child is allergic to, you name it. And they can use this, these products, the Happy Future product line, on their children and not have any adverse reactions. We have testimonials to that effect. Well, and that's really important. You know, we have a lot of moms with kids with autism that, you know, react and ADD and ADHD, and, and they react to so many different things in the environment. I mean, notwithstanding, you know, no peanuts at birthday parties, no sugar, and, you know, they put these their, their children on restrictive diets to help their behavior. I would imagine that, you know, when we talk about ingesting chemicals or putting chemicals on the skin, when you said their thin, skin's really thin, so that would lend me to believe that, that there'd be a, like a transdermal effect, something that would go from their skin into their body as opposed to it being a protective cover on somebody like a guy whose skin is really thick, a grown man. Well, thank you. <laughs> what? But, uh, yeah, it's true. That's very much true. And since you were uh, alluding to men with thick skin, um, I even use one of our products as an aftershave, and it's it's very soft and very gentle on my neck, so I don't have irritated neck after I use a razor. Wow. I have to try that with my bikini line because <laughs> I always look for stuff, you know, and I try everything. I mean, I think it's one of the great things about living in the U.S. is we have, you know, the ability to pick and choose from these products. Um, Ron, what's the best-selling product in your company line? Like, what, what is, what's the one that everybody raves about? Uh, I think that liniment, first off, it is a. It's used in the uh, diaper change process, and if if any, if your child has any sort of rash whatsoever, cradle cap or diaper rash or anything like that, one or two applications of liniment uh, will knock it right out. And and uh, and then we recommend that you continue to use it. So it, it gets rid of rash very very quickly. And uh, even for older children, it's worked on. Um, some uh, my son got into some poison oak. He's a Boy Scout, um, and uh, some older children in uh, five or six uh, on some scrapes and things like that. It's just very soothing. So that's probably the one that moms first encounter because they have a concern about a rash. And then after that, there's a moisturizing cream, which is uh, very good on baby skin and mom's skin as well, um, and. And then uh, one that's new to uh, the U.S. that moms are quickly getting a, uh, gaining an understanding of and then uh, enjoying, it's a, it's a non-rinse product. So um, uh, basically, well, Henrik, why don't you tell about it? Because you've been using non-rinse on your on uh, your trial. Well, 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 you know well, what, guys, what I'm going to have to cut you off. I'm going to bring you back okay. after the break. We're about ready to go to commercial break, so oh. um, stay with me. I'm going to pick you guys up after the break, and then we'll answer that question. Um, but I do need to take us to commercial. Um, my name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio along with Christy Holly, and our guests today are Henrik and Ron from Happy Future USA. When we come back from the break, we're going to hear Henrik's answer. We're going to also talk a little bit more about 
about the products available and how you can get them. Uh, so stick with us. Stay tuned. Pick us up on iTunes. If you missed the first half of the show, go ahead and pick us up at MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. Listen as your day unfolds. Challenge what the future's. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Love us, they may. Stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Listen as your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds, trying to keep your head up to the sky. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm live with Christy Holly, and this is our baby product show today. We're talking about the different needs of parents from the first baby to the fourth baby or fifth or sixth of some of our moms uh, that listen in have that many kids. Christy, I don't know how they do it. I'm dying with two. You're working on number four. <laughs> God bless us. The population would die if we didn't do this. That's right. That's right. Well, we are here with Happy Future USA owners Ron and Henrik, 
And um, before we went on break, Ron, you were throwing the mic over to Henrik. Uh, what, what was it you were asking him to answer? Uh, great, Sandra. I wanted him to uh, share uh, his actual experience with his uh, son, who's uh, a little over a year now, uh, and a product that we call, uh, it's a non-rinse product, uh, both a lotion and a milk non-rinse. And this is a product that you find uh, very, uh, very common in Europe, but is new to the U.S. And, there are and now where is Henrik, why- and where is Henrik calling in from? Spain. From Spain. So we've got Henrik from Spain, and he's going to talk to us about a new product coming to the United States that's not widely available here yet, but will be uh, if Happy Future USA has their way. Is that right? <laughs> that's correct, yes. Well, the cleansing, the cleansing lotion and the cleansing milk is really, really good on the go uh, when uh, when water isn't, uh, or isn't uh, accessible. And the reason for that is simply that, uh, you know, they always get into, like, playing or, you know, dirt or, you know, food or even, uh, you know, with diaper chains uh, when it's really bad. So what you do is simply just uh, squirt a little of this uh, cleansing gel or the cleansing milk. Not really the big difference uh, in the two products. And uh, it simply just uh, soothes uh, the skin and uh, cleans uh, very, very nicely. It lathers and just, uh, you know, all uh, impurities are, uh, are gone and uh, leaves uh, the skin smelly and, uh, and good and soft. So that's actually really, really good always to have on the go. And that you don't have to rinse off. Like when you say, you know, you're, it's a rinse-free or how, how did you term it? And, um, what was non-rinse. the term you guys used? Oh. Non-rinse. So no. you don't need yeah, no, any no, water. Non-rinse. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's simply just, it's, it's very, very thin. It's almost like water, but it simply still has uh, the same formula in it that all the other products do as well. It has like a little uh, good scent of, uh, of vanilla bean. And uh, a few minutes later, it's uh, it's all gone, the scent, and uh, everything is uh, nice and clean on uh, on your baby. And it's soothing for the baby as well. And it's soothing on the on the baby skin as well. Yes, uh, certainly. Is this we've something had, we could uh, use like with had, our own um, skin? I'm sorry. What? Once again. Is this something we could use ourselves? Like, I hate using those hand sanitizers. My skin is really dry. My hands are dry. And I know, Christy, you and I have talked about this with many other moms. We spend so much time with our hands in water between the laundry and between the dishes. Our hands get really raw from all this water use and living in the desert. Is this something that we could use on our own skin, our own hands? I mean, it's great for the baby, but would it be strong enough for us? Yes, it would actually be uh, would be uh, nicer, I would say, because it doesn't really dry out the skin. It actually moisturizes your skin, and uh, it leaves like, a very pleasant smell. So, yes, it can certainly be used uh, by moms that, uh, that has their hands in, uh, in everything from cooking to, uh, to laundry. Uh, so, yes, uh, but it's very, very good to have when you don't have water around. Uh, so uh, don't, well, don't me- use all of it so you don't have anything left when you when you leave the house. Yep. Let me okay. point out that it's not anti microbial, microbial. It's it's not that at all. Um, but it's it's a cleansing type um, um, lotion 
can't think of a comparison. Like the creams we use to take our makeup off. Like for those of us with dry yeah. skin, I don't, I don't use soap on my face. I use a cleansing uh, lotion. It's like you know, and then I wipe it off, and then a little bit of it absorbs. But I'm clean, you know. But yeah, not dried out and antibacterial, antimicrobial. Right, exactly. And if you want something a bit stronger, um, although it's for babies, uh, the moisturizing. Uh, it's called Cream Hydrate, and it's it's really a moisturizing cream. It's thicker, and um, it has, has again, it, it's not too thick. It's not thick like uh, um, Eucerin, um, and it's a little bit thinner than Nivea. Uh, but that would, but that also works. Okay, um, we've got a person who came into the chat, and Christy, do you want to ask the question about the studies uh, to Henrik and Ron? Well, we just wanted to know if there are any studies that show that some of those other lotions have done damage to the to the children in the past, because some of the products have been around for a long time. And I know I've used different lotions and stuff on my kids, and I just want to know, like, is there anything that shows that those, I mean, those products have done any, any sort of damage? Well, I was raised on Johnson & Johnson, not to mention Me too. Brands, but, you know, Me that, too. Was the, that was the only thing out there. And I'm, uh, except for a few times that my wife finds that I'm not normal, uh, I'm pretty normal. And... Um, <laughs> Uh, there was a recent, I, I can send you the link of the recent uh, news announcement uh, that they're making, uh, that they made about uh, getting rid of uh, some of the toxic uh, formulation. Uh, are like there, the formaldehyde? Are there studies? Yeah, I have not seen um, specific, you know, brain damage because you use this or that. And uh I don't have that information, but one could possibly Google it and and uh, and find something along those lines. I don't know. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah. Just checking yeah. in well, on that. Like, like formaldehyde. I mean, you and I know what that is. I mean, that can't be good for your skin. And you said they're are they banning it? Are they restricting companies from using it or recommending they don't use it? What did you say about formaldehyde? No, it's actually it's actually considered okay for use in small quantities. By the U.S. government, and uh, I don't, and I'm not sure if it's the USDA is permitting that, um, but in other countries it's it's forbidden, and when you take a look at it and you and and you go as an informed uh, parent and you say, well, I can have this, and it might be you know a dollar less than this product that's pure and natural and certified that way. Uh, you know, even if it's a few dollars, why would why would you go ahead and put something that's a known carcinogen um, on your child? Right. So it's right, usually I agree. it's usually about money, and um, and Happy Future products are are not exorbitantly priced; they're right in the market. But um, you know, most people well, not most, but many people are used to um, buying the inexpensive stuff and slopping it on and. For the higher quality products, you need to use much less, and so you you do get a long uh, run with each bottle, a run of usage. 
Well, and we know what happens with a lot of these FDA things, you know, where they're, they're you know, they things just because something's been in use a long time doesn't mean it's good for you. I mean, you can look at, you know, how long it took just for the warnings to be put on the, you know, on a package of cigarettes. And now it's common knowledge and commonly accepted. We know, you know, that these chemicals and stuff aren't good for us. And, you know, my mom died of breast cancer and, you know, I look at, you know, all the chemicals that she was exposed to in her lifetime versus, you know, somebody who wasn't. I mean, when you have a new little baby, you want to give the best to them. You want to do the best. And it's really confusing to know what the right thing is to do when there's so many choices out there. Christy, don't you agree? I agree with you 100%. It's hard to know, you know, this product is saying, oh, this is, you know, this is what you need. This is good for you. And then, you know, even your pediatricians are telling you that those things are good for your babies, you know, so it's hard to go like, oh, my pediatrician doesn't know what they're talking about, or, you know, it's hard to figure out who to believe, you know, but I guess, you know, something like this, if we were, you know, had access to it, and do we have access to this yet or no? Not. Oh, absolutely. So how do we, how would we get this in the, in the United States? Well, it's already here, and it's been here for uh, two years now. And um, it's uh, found on Amazon.com, and um, you simply have to type in Happy Future. And uh, there are four products that, uh, four, there might be five products that they have available. Um, and buy them through Amazon. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, you're, if you stop in your local retailer and, um, and they, don't, they don't have it or you want to see it locally, Tell to uh, contact HappyFutureUSA.com, and uh, we'll get in touch with their with their uh, retailer and help them out. Now, Ron, we've got about a minute before we go to break. Um, where are these products made? Are these products made in France? They certainly are. Yeah, they're, so they're made, made in, in uh, France. Made, they're all they're all made in France. Yes, uh, actually, very close to Normandy, in the northern France. So, yes, all products are made in France. That's wonderful because, you know, from what I know, I mean, I buy a lot of French products just because I think they they have superior skin care and they have superior makeup, um, you know, so I'm not surprised to hear that, you know, this product coming out of France is for babies and for baby skin. Um, I want to thank you both for coming on the show today and, most importantly, for sharing your products with us, but also for explaining the difference between natural and organic and giving us a little heads up on that because I know Christy and I, we both have talked about uh, natural versus organic, and, and what does that really mean? You know, we see it in advertising. So uh, thank you, gentlemen, both, for coming on the air with me today. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in to the show, we had Henrik and Ron coming in from Happy Future USA. Their products can be found on Amazon.com. You simply type in Happy Future, and they have four products. Um, they're baby products that can also be used on moms and dads and brothers and sisters. My name is Sandra Beck. I'm the host of Motherhood Talk Radio, and you can find us on iTunes under Motherhood Talk Radio. You can also go to our website by the same name, MotherhoodTalkRadio.com. We have all our shows archived there. They are also up and available for the last three years on Toginet.com, our host station out of Texas, and today we want to thank Sabrina for running our show, and when we come back from the break, Christy and I are going to talk about our favorite baby product eight years into the motherhood game.
stay with us. There's lots more great conversation to come on Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck right after these messages. I am beautiful, no matter what they say. Words can't bring me down. I am beautiful in every single way. Yes, Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, check out our website, LaBellaVitaCosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on Toginet.com. Lori Hurley, the social networking navigator, helps you overcome your overwhelm online and make social media easy. Every week, she shares the latest and greatest about social networking and welcomes industry experts and end users of different social media platforms to share their experiences moving their business forward online. Whether you are a Facebook fanatic or a lover of LinkedIn, Lori has you covered on all angles of social media, including Twitter, YouTube, blogging, Google+, and more. Lori shares her knowledge and love of educating others on all things social media with relevant material, engaging guests, and hot tips and techniques to help you soar down the social media highway. Join her every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time for the Social Networking News Hour here on the WooHoo Radio Network. You are beautiful. Welcome back to Motherhood Talk Radio with Sandra Beck, bringing you interesting, influential, and inspiring guests every week, helping you make a difference in your world and the world around us. Let's get back to the show. Here's Sandra Beck. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly, and we had Henrik and Ron. We had Henrik calling in from Spain for Happy Futures USA, some baby products that are available just for the past two years in the United States, made in France, which is kind of cool. gives a little international flair to the show. Ooh la la. Um, but what Chris, yeah, ooh la la. Um, but what Christy and I are going to talk about is some of the great baby products that we stand by. And um, the one i got to say comes right to mind, Christy, is the pack and play. I don't know who makes it or the fold and go, you know, those little play pens that you can crunch down and stick in a bag and sling over your shoulder. That, to me, was the number one 
product I think I had because not only could I put my baby in it, but once my baby got older, I put my puppy in it so it wouldn't chew up all the toys. Then it became a toy crib. We started using it to put all the toys in, and I only retired that like last year, and that that did like a seven-year tour of duty in my house. Wow. I didn't use my pack-and-play that much. I had, I don't know, I had like two, two or three of those. We did use the one when we'd, we'd go boating. We took, you know, so we had a special one for that, and we used that a little bit. But my, my very, very, very favorite thing that I cannot wait to get another one of is the saucer. No. I love my saucer. And that was the best thing ever. Not the one that has wheels. Um, I would say don't get that if you were going to buy one and you have other kids. Um, in your household, because if you don't pick up any little toys and they start to, um, you know, walk or they can, you know, because it's supposed to be like a walker and, right, and a right, it's mobile. And so if you, if anybody leaves anything on the floor or, you know, anything out and the baby like walks over, it will tip it over. Right. You know, right. we've had, I've had that happen a couple of times because I, I did get a new one with um, my second child. My mom got him one, and that happened a few times. So I would say, like, just watch out for that. But I love the saucer because you can put them in it, and you can get your stuff done. It's, you know. Yeah. And, and they're they busy, and they're happy, and they're rocking it. around. And it I think fun. anything with wheels on it has to go when it comes to a baby when they have siblings. <laughs> because I remember Max pushing Zach all over the kitchen. You know, he was, what, two and a half? And he's like, look, I can shove my brother around because it has wheels on it. And, you know, yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yes, yes, I, which I didn't really, I, like, didn't even think about that, you know, because the house is usually, you know, picked up, but then, you know, the babies leave a few things around. And, you know, Hannah, she was two, had just turned two. You know, she has her toys out, and if they're not, or if he drops something and then just run over it, it's like, moo, you just, he just tipped forward, you know. Yeah. And it happened so fast. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, absolutely. And I my love. My other favorite love, one. What, oh, go ahead. What did you love? Oh, my favorite thing, I love the travel swing because it was small enough, you know, it was a travel swing. You just pick it up, you know, you can put it on the, which I don't really recommend putting on the counter if you have other big, other kids around, but you can put I it did. on the counter. I put mine on the counter all the time. I know they say don't do that, but it's like either fall to your desk or get poked in the eye by your brother. Take, you know, pick your poison. <laughs> well, I, see, I did leave my baby on the counter, and one of the other kids pulled him down. So that's why I'm saying that. Um, oh. That's... Just saying. It's the siblings, (laughs) though, that are dangerous, not the products. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But so, no, but I loved having that thing. It lasted all three kids, and it was, you know, it was great. Just it would rock them right to sleep. I mean, so that was one thing that I liked because I could just take it wherever I wanted to go. It was small enough because most of the things, you know, that I had were giant. You know, yeah. they took up a lot yeah, of space, like the and I had to have everything. 
Yeah, like that Fisher Price swing that I loved was like a, a swinging basket, and it was wonderful. Yes. But you're right, it's not portable. And I did, I used that little portable one, and I had two preemies. And what I loved about the portable one was that I could, my guys were so small, I laid them sideways on it instead of sitting them up like they're supposed to swing because they were so tiny. But I just laid them on their side and buckled them in, and, and they were happy as little clams there, and I could move them from room to room. Oh, see, that's fun. Yeah, you know, a little preemie tip there, a little preemie tip there. You know what else I loved, and I know this sounds stupid, but I loved my car seat because I got one of those car seats which, you know, has the bar that comes down and snaps in place, so it functioned like a little tray. And then what I loved about my car seat is as a single mom, especially for the second one, you know, when when they were both toddlers and I'm a single mom and I was working, there were times, Christy, when I couldn't I couldn't take a shower. And by the time they were both asleep and it was late at night, I'd fall into bed exhausted. And what I did was these both these car seats, I took them out of my car when I needed them, and I parked them in front of the TV. I'm not saying this is good parenting. I'm just saying it works. Um, I parked them both in front of the TV, and I buckled them in. Now, they could have tipped over, but they never did. They were just, but they were confined. And it's like, I'm sorry, there's some times where you've got to put your kids in lockdown for your own safety, your own sanity. You know, I needed to take a shower or do whatever I needed to do. And it was only for a couple minutes, but you can't leave two toddlers alone to their own devices. (laughs) No, you can't. No, so I found that when the purchasing of my car seat, I looked for one the second time around that had a very stable base so that I could set it in the living room, buckle them both in, because the worst that would happen is they'd tip over to the right or the left, but, I mean, they're car seats. They're made to fly out of a car and keep your kids safe. Falling over on a carpeted floor isn't the end of the world. No, it's not the end of the world. No. What else did I'm you like? I'm going to warn you right now, there's about to be a meltdown coming over at my house. So if you hear some loud noise. Five minutes. Want to put them on the air? Let's just mic them and give them show credit. No. I just, I've just been trying to get away from him, and he's, oh, my, I, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> you'll, hear, you'll hear him. You'll hear him. Just saying. Okay. Um, but, though, you know, we were talking about that the other day. Like, I didn't have the terrible twos and threes with Zach. I had the, the well, we won't use the F word, but when they turned five, just to pound the cusp of turning five, my one son just turned into a monster. And he didn't do the twos and threes. Did Nick do the twos and threes? You know, he didn't do, he was he was just very active. I would say, like, two and three. You know, so it wasn't like, oh, he's terrible and he's doing bad things. He was just like, go, 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 you know, trying to, you know, do climb on things and like those sort of things. He wasn't like his behavior wasn't bad. But now that he's turning five, he is really testing my limits. I don't, I'm afraid that my limits are, you know, I don't know what they are because he is just like, you know, follow me and just... uh, you know, throwing stuff down because he knows I'm on the phone and I can't do anything right now and making noise and screaming and banging, banging things around. So he's, he's just, you know, talking back things that, you know, we don't say, you know, things that he's heard. And I just am like, oh, this is new because Hannah didn't do that. My first one didn't do that. My second one didn't do that. And this one is a whole different cup of crazy 
you know. Yeah. So. Well, that's the thing. That, like when it first happened to me last year, you know, I really I didn't know what was going on because all the books only talk about, oh, terrible twos and threes. Nobody tells you what happens like when they turn five and they're defiant and, they're, and mine got nasty. I mean, he was mean to me, you know, it was, and I didn't experience that with Max. It just, it, you know, do you get that too? Yeah, I'm getting it right now. <laughs> as we speak, as we yeah, speak, I'm getting it. I don't know what's happening. I don't understand. I'm not giving him. You know, it's not. I don't think it's like the new baby coming because he's. You know, he's very loving with you know my tummy right now. So I don't think that's what it is. I think. Well, that you're I didn't right, have a new Lisa. baby coming. It just. Right around turning five, it was right around his fifth birthday, he just, and he was, he's like Nikki. He was very active toddler, running, doing, going, you know, and then just all of a sudden turned into a really, really challenging child at the age of five. Yes, he's doing that. He's challenging me. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know, day by day how to deal with it and what to do because, you know, none of these kids are like, the other one was. So that's my struggle. Well, and I guess oh, that's wow. so important for us to share with the other moms listening today because it, they are different. And even in the choice of baby products, you know, I know that some of the things, you know, there's a few universal loved ones like the baby swing or the saucer, you know, those were universally loved by my kids too. But there were toys that we bought that one kid didn't like and the other one loved. And, you know, it's just, you just have to keep trying. And even with respect to the baby products, I know I use this Bond Baby stuff that was so expensive because my sister's husband worked at North. I tried it for cradle crap, didn't work at all, and one kid worked like a charm on the other. So you just, as moms, we just have to do our best because it, it's, it's always changing, isn't it? It always is changing, and it's hard to keep up with, you know, with the changes. But, uh, you know, and I guess all we can do is the best we can do and pick out, keep trying different things until something works. I mean, that's what I'm... I, I've been doing, or I'm trying to do. Stop it. Me too. Me too. Because there's no, there's no one perfect product. There's no one perfect toy. There's no one perfect parent. It changes day to day. Um, best part of Christy Holly and Sandra Beck on Motherhood Talk Radio is we always tell you just the way it is. No sugar coating. Uh, my name is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Christy Holly. And just so you know, Christy's baby is due December. So are we supposed to like hope for a December 25th birth? <laughs> no. You want a Christmas baby? I don't know. My doctor said since I'm having a C-section, he'll be uh, she'll be delivered, um, you know, for for good tax purposes in 2012. Ah, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Baby Watch 2012. <laughs> We're gonna catch don't. you guys back next week with Amber. She's gonna give us some health and fitness tips. Have a great one. Okay. Thanks for being with us today on Motherhood Talk Radio, starring Sandra Beck.